Welcome to the Rogue Tailboard Podcast, where firemen are fired up and minimal is unacceptable. Well, good morning. Thank you guys again for joining me. It's August 31st, and my soul, what a time it has been. I know it's been a little bit since I've put out an episode, let alone a, a monologue, um, which is okay. We all go through seasons in our lives to where there's different things that just take high priority and need your true focus and attention. On a personal matter, there's a lot that I've got going on You know, with my career, profession, and with our Fools chapter. We were fortunate enough to have Brother Sean Duffy come out to our neck of the woods and talk on his Searchable vs. Survivable class. And that was phenomenal. A lot of great firemanship just in those two days alone. And um, I do highly recommend that you guys seek out and get that where you're at because he brings so much facts to the table and just tactics to help back those facts that's data-driven just to help help be the best that you can be for those citizens when they're in those structure fires and just for the community in its entirety. So that was just a great accomplishment. you know, got a lot of other things coming up. Birth of my daughter, November 12th, is the projected due date, even though she's measuring about four weeks ahead right now. Um, that just tells me it's either going to be a big baby. I mean, her mama is definitely a tall drink of water, and I'm, I'm no small fellow myself at 6'2", and about 235, 240 right now. So there's a good possibility she's just going to be a big old baby. But uh, nonetheless, though, kind of going on that, and just prioritizing and refocusing things around that due date. There's a, a program I got coming up in the end of October that I'm very honored to be a part of, which takes a lot of preparation time. Been really training this whole year, hoping for the the opportunity and the opportunity has been fulfilled. Now it's just on me to do the work to proceed and complete it. Um, so there's a whole lot going on with that, just staying sharp on skills and your physical fitness and a whole lot of accountability injected into it, which is a topic I want to get to today. But um, I just want to do a little bit of housekeeping with that. You know, going back to the, the due date being November 12th, I've got like three big things that are just surrounding that date. You know, end of October, early November. You know, my wife, I swear she's going to have an aneurysm over it. Uh, we're definitely praying for peace, uh, praying for understanding, and ultimately praying for God's will throughout this whole time frame. So it's, uh, it's definitely trying time, but we know God's at work. And I know the easy answers will know that's your, that's your family, that's your daughter's due date. You know, there's nothing can, can be done about it. However, a lot of these things were projected way out in advance before we even knew that we were expecting a child. And some of these classes... It's a mandatory for my different affiliations, and if I don't fulfill that, I've got to be on a development team one more year. And so as a new newcomer into that field of the task force, there's just different things that go around it. So we're just really asking for God's guidance and for y'all listening. If you can just keep us in your prayers during this time frame, that'd be incredible as well. You know, as part of, part of our Fool's chapter, we got our vice president, good strong, solid, like-minded individual man, John Moore. Got him kind of taking over reins and leads of the, the chapter and great stewardship for that with things to come. You know, especially locally in the East Texas area, we got a lot of great things that we're bringing to the table. 
just to help open up eyes and further educate tactics and what are we doing that's really best for them or are we stuck in just old ways because we don't know any different so uh, it's really great to see a whole region buy in on that level uh, let's see what else we got since we last talked there's been a, a Facebook group that I've been blessed to be a part of to help kind of get off the ground and that's full of this topic we're going to touch on today too is accountability you guys if you follow the platforms and whatnot you may or may not be aware but it's a private facebook group called the uncommon fireman and quick backstory on all this because it's incredible just to see god's work throughout all this you don't see it at the time you know but along with brother brother matt mcgee who's been a guest on here as well he told me too man we need to keep the momentum going with this because it's it's just god driven there's no other way of explaining it so what started off more or less as a uh, few of us here and there on facebook that were just tagging each other in our workouts you know from across the nation i'm gonna have to say the the og of it all is probably shannon jimenez out there in the tifton county area that's another man i want to have on here and just pick his brain solid solid dude but he would tag his workouts and he tagged me you know he'd he tagged Broberg, Chief Sturm, our guest coming up next week. And it would just, it would grow from there. You know, we get your brother Rossi out of Florida. We get, you know, Captain Big Ben, Corey Edelson. All these guys, they would start showing up on on the tags. And I was like, man, you know, this is keeping me ultimately accountable. You know, I'm seeing this, or if I'm having a lazy day, you know, Shannon will just drop that post with the tags. And I'm like, all right, my boys are out there grinding. And it almost be like a chain effect. So, especially a couple of our local guys here with my organization too, you know, Mark Reed, Tristan Fairchild, Kayla Snyder, you know, John Moore again, they're, uh, they've been phenomenal in just this original movement. And, um, yeah, so I decided, well, let's go on a limb here and we'll just create a, a private group. So we don't want to pester people that may not get it or, oh gosh, here we go with all these workouts and stuff, but let's. Let's bring it to another level to where we can truly interact and, and share ideas on a regular basis and you know help us stay driven to help us keep us accountable at the same time. And so I was like, okay, well let's let's start this, you know. And after talking about it, I'm like, well, what what can we name it? What's a good name that's not like cheesy or corny, but really kind of embraces what we're all trying to do here. And if you guys know me with my my influence, a lot of that comes from that's non-fire service related, you know, Jocko Willink and, and David Goggins, just from the fact that they were average ordinary Joes that had a lot of life problems and they sought to better themselves and took no for an answer or never took no for an answer. And they just transformed and saw what they're truly capable of. And they continue to push that and they don't just stay stagnant in a plateaued form with their performance and who they are as an individual. So the big thing he's or David has is his quote, be uncommon amongst uncommon people. And that was really resonating with me when I started thinking about that. I was like, all right, well, in his world, the Navy SEALs were uncommon people. Because that's they're the elite of the elite in the military and some of the best tactically, proficiently, and just physically sound individuals. And then he became one. And he's like, well, they're they're not that uncommon, you know. They 
they bleed like me, they sweat like me, you know, they fatigue like me, but I'm going to push myself further and I'm going to be uncommon amongst the Navy SEALs and everything that embraces that. So I kind of took a little spin and wordplay and said, well, to citizens, firemen are viewed uncommon. I mean, they think we're the crazy ones that run into the burning buildings while everyone's running out, or they're the ones that are, you know, cutting car doors off, saving lives, extracting, extricating victims out of that when your normal job-filled citizen would not even want to chance that or think, no way, that's that's not for me. So to the citizens, firemen, you know, I think we're safe to say it can be considered uncommon, very noble, you know, morally and ethically sound. And then I become a fireman. I'm like, okay, well, I'm learning different things. And when you're in the fire service and you're up to date with just fire service chatter and ideology, you see a lot of this complacency that, well, why are we like that? Why are we not taking advantage of our training or this and that? Or why are we just choosing to stay stagnant and stay in the recliner and, and do bare minimal, but only worry about our, our jam up job on, on scenes if we're even capable of doing that? So like, well, let's be uncommon firemen because even though we're firemen we're we're still going to train we're still going to push we're still going to have these high morals and high standards upon ourselves that we're just not going to settle for just lewd crude vulgar behavior and all that nonsense that can run rampant we're going to take a stand we're going to put our faith and family and fitness right at the core front of everything we do so let's we're already doing that but let's let's own it and let's build each other up on that and since then, you know, we've got incredible individuals, you know, Ian Schulte, uh, Caleb Smith, Matt McGee, they're, they help me truly run the business aspect of it. And then got a great group of guys that's the moderators and the administrators of the Facebook page that just help keep this accountability alive and help filter out and weed out any negativity or anything that's going to help put a person down as they're being vulnerable enough to share their testimonies, to share their journeys and their failures. And we, there are some heavy pipe hitters and national respected firemen that portray and show this vulnerability in this group as well. But also at the same time, they're not afraid to dish out and receive the accountability at the same time. And it's, it's such a, a God movement, God driven movement to see this happen. But it all keeps circling back to accountability. And for a while, I've, I took notes. And I've had notes here, I'd say for at least a couple months now, on this topic. Um, just sidetracked, life came up. And obviously, like I said, reprioritizing some things. Just, I guess, didn't allow this recording to happen until today. And so, I just want to dive into that. Because I think it's a, a huge topic in general. It's one of those that... Loves we talked about, but everyone wants to be the one to give accountability out. But when accountability is given back to you in a constructive, criticizing form, a lot of times we're, we're negative and throw out defensive walls because we don't want to see it or acknowledge that us, we have flaws. You know, and it's, it's human nature. There's an episode, feel free to check back and re-listen to it, but it's it's okay to be humble and how do you manage through a world of type a personalities and so you can really home in on that and you know brother Devin craig said it best on this last weekly scrap if you listen to it i hope you guys do was that he was asked what is the difference between 
a top-tier badass go-to fireman and a run-of-the-mill fireman. And he said being extremely aggressive, I'm paraphrasing, but he said being extremely aggressive, but also being very humble. Like, you're so, you're in love with the job. We know tactics and everything are always evolving, always changing, and we stay up to date with that, and we train hard on that, but we have fun while we do it, and we're humble enough to pick the guy up next to us that has fallen or is having a tough time multiple, multiple repetitions over and just is not getting it, you're still humble enough to help that guy out until that click method happens. And I was like, man, I finally got it. That, that to me, I couldn't agree more with what Devin said on that, man. That, that to me is a top-tier badass fireman that I would go to and I would want to portray, and hopefully I can fulfill those roles too. So with that said, it's just the accountability, man. So I, I looked at... As you know, I like to see what that true word is truly defined as because we all kind of interpret words sometimes and have our own definitions. So I looked it up and it says accountability is defined loosely as holding one accountable or responsible to the choices they make. And that could be broad in the fact that it covers all life topics. You know, whether it's your position in the service or your your role as a a parent or a father, husband, wife. None of it really matters what title you have, but there are others that are in that same boat or have the same titles. And we hold one another accountable, which means that you say you're going to do something. Okay, well, we're taking your word for that. So since you told us we're going to do that, we're going to be watching you to make sure that you do that. And if you don't do that or you stop doing that or you start going a different path that's not lining up with what you said... That's where that window of opportunity comes into play for those that you said you're going to do that to, to chime in and be like, hey, Snow, you said you're going to do this and you started to, but you know there's been enough time where you haven't been doing it to where it's now a choice that you're not doing it. So I'm just here to remind you out of love, hey, man, you said you're going to do this every day. Um, you've been falling short. Is everything okay? What's going on? What can we do to get you back on track to doing that every day? That's accountability. You know, perfect one, uh, quick example, you know, reverting back to Matt just in this uh, season of my life and preparation, but, you know, a little side note, I'm thankful that we got an opportunity to become friends and brothers in, in fast fashion too, um, but that man holds me accountable a lot, and that's not necessarily just with physical performance, that's just with, with life and being that God-fearing husband and being that God-fearing man that, you know, God has called us to be. And so we had those talks. And he sent a workout. And I gave it a go. And I, it was at the house. So it wasn't that I had to worry about being interrupted by calls or anything like that. I had nothing but time to commit to this workout. Period. So one of the evolutions in this workout was, you know, a 200 meter run, you know, in full gear uh, with your mask on. Well, I'm in my driveway Call it a little bit of insecurities because I'm no Nate Sturm where I can just drag my tire around the neighborhood, you know, for a mile and not have those eyebrows bother me or what have you just because demographics or whatnot. But I said, okay, well, I haven't measured out what 200 meters would even look like. So I'm just going to substitute that for another workout that's still going to get my heart rate up and uh, hopefully it's still going to be the, the same outcome with that. So instead of doing a 200 meter run, I opted to do 25 four count jumping jacks when that specific evolution was supposed to come up. 
And so I told him about it. I said, hey, look, I gave it a go. I didn't make all five rounds. I made it to three. And uh, I went ahead and did jumping jacks instead of instead of the run. And, you know, we all know that on Facebook Messenger, you can see where the profile has read, the person you're talking to has read that message. And, you know, we see the dots, see if they're typed or not. Well, I saw they read the message. And then there was no reply. No big deal. You know, people get busy, whatever. You know, an hour or two goes by. And then all of a sudden, I see him reply back. And he said... Right, right out the gate. May I ask why you substituted the run for the jumping jacks? And I was like, boom, here we go. Accountability is about to set in right now. And I told him just pretty much what I told you guys. I said, man, there's no justifiable excuse. Um, I didn't measure out the 200 meters. You know, a little self-conscious of what my neighbors are thinking with me running. I don't want to unintentionally alarm anyone because here's this fireman in full gear just running down the neighborhood, but no fire trucks are around. That, you know, my neighbors don't know me that well just yet. They usually just see me knocking out reps and gear in my driveway in front of my cars if they walk by or drive by or what have you. So I took all that into consideration and I said, man, I just still did that as a, did the jumping jacks to get my heart rate up. And he said, Snow, I'm saying this as a brother and I'm saying this is Matthew Chris. Don't deviate from the plans. They're, it's all designed. It's all by design. So when you substitute or you try and replace something that is by design, you're not going to get the same result. And don't let any of your excuses pretty much hinder the end result of your goal. And it hit me. And I told him, I said, man, I really appreciate that. I said, uh, I'm always transparent with any of my brothers. And I wanted to tell you that. And I was going to be disappointed if you didn't point that out. Or we're curious enough to ask, how come there's that swap up? So all things according to it all lined out. There's a great, great uh, picture of accountability. I had a brain fart. Great picture of accountability right there just to breed off of. And so as we're looking at it, though, we, we ask ourselves, too, though, why is accountability important? And why does it even exist? We'll bring in back that word breed. Accountability breeds trust. You know, trust amongst teams and on a personal trust with yourself. You know, it's a mutual understanding that you will fulfill a goal, task, or assignment because yourself and others are dependent on that end goal of yours to be met. And plus, they want to see you. I, I am surrounding myself with builders. And what I mean by that is they're not to tear down and just ridicule. And in like fashion, I'm there to give that accountability and give that encouragement to others. And we all build each other up because we all want to succeed. We might have fun little competitions or, oh, let's see who can knock out the fastest burpees, you know, the set of burpees or who can stretch the line the fastest. That's a, that's a fun kind of competition. The competition that we don't do, though, is where we're at in our different stages in life. So just because I may be following and being influenced by someone who has taken this whole life routine and they've been on that path for 10 years, it's not practical that I'm going to be on that same level if I just started last year, you know, really working on these principles and executing them. But I can't compare myself to them. However, they can look at my stage and where I'm at. And they can see, oh, well, that path looks very similar. Here's some words of advice and here's some accountability to give you to help you along when you face these 
road bumps or these roadblocks that you've got to hurdle over and push through. When you hit those walls, I've hit them before. I've navigated how to get through them, and I can show you that and tell you that, but ultimately it's on you to digest that and put it into action for yourself because we all know no one can do things for us. It's all self-dependent. So that's why I believe in accountability is really, truly important because of that trust factor that's, that's established. And there's a bond. You know, even the funny thing about it, if you want to look at this, is the fact that a lot of those that are in my circle of influence, a select few I've had a face-to-face with. But the dialogue and the communication and the uplifting and the check-ins are constant, you know, on a daily basis. You know, love my boy Shannon to death, but every so often, if he's not beating me to the punch, he'll be like, hey, bro, just checking on you. Love you. Just want to see what's up. You know, keep doing your thing. And I'm like, man, I appreciate that. My boy over there in Tifton's thinking of me right now, and I appreciate that. And I do the same. Maybe it's a brother that I haven't spoke to in a couple of weeks. You know, hey man, just checking on you. Is there anything I can pray on you for? How's life going? You know, what can I do for you? That's showing that hey, I'm here for you. You know, I'm here to help you be accountable to whatever it is in life that you're facing or struggling with. You know, and the Sterminator is the same way, man. I love that guy. It's just it goes. It's weird now if there hasn't been enough time that's gone by to where he doesn't check up or I don't recipient or initiate the checkup first. And no matter who it is, what I'm getting at is find your people like that, man. Find that team and hold each other accountable and just check in with one another and show love to one another and just build each other up because there's great things that's going to happen when you get that going. All right. Sorry guys. Uh, my little thought process there got a little interrupted. My my two youngest are supposed to be taking a nap, and I heard some crying, so had to go in there and check in on them, doing some daddy duties while mom was out at a doctor's appointment. So trying to get back on track though with it all. Um, going back to it doesn't matter who the names are, but with your circle of influence, I know it's starting to get some light shed on that topic alone, but really really build you a strong one with solid core values and like-mindedness. And that can be an iffy phrase because if all you are is negative and all you care about is the drama in the organizations or the, oh man, everyone's doing all this or that they just want to identify as a hard charging fireman or whatever, that type of negativity and you surround yourself with those type of like-minded negativity individuals, that can be very uh, toxic. And it actually will do a lot to the physical health of yourself if you really want to write down the scientific facts about it. So um, it really is harmful, more or less, in a nutshell, keeping it simple there. But seek out those that desire to be better, that are never satisfied with where they're at in life. Not that they're not grateful or appreciative, but they know that they're capable of more. And they want to continue to be more. You know, They want to be more for their family. They want to be more for their career. You know, it... Some of us have those traits regardless if we're a fireman or even the jobs I had as a carpenter or, you know, a floor hand in the oil field. I was going to be the best daggum guy at that job, period, because that's who I am. I want to be the best at it. 
I just don't want to be average. I just don't want to be the run of the mill just enough to get the boss from yelling at me to do my job. But I know I'm holding back just because I don't feel like it. That's a, again, that's just where accountability is, is crucial. It's very important. So just make sure that you guys have those positive circles of influence to help build you up. And in return, build them up in the same. It's a two-way road, you know. Our sinful desires by nature want us to actually back the idea of accountability with no consequences. Self-entitlement, the need to consume all the desires of the world with no work put in towards it. I'm reading my notes on that. And it's, there's a lot of that. They, if we didn't have accountability, it would, uh, I don't know, it'd be a weird world to think about, to be honest with you. Because we, we hold police officers accountability for keeping us safe and, you know, upholding the law. We hold firemen accountable for doing their job, saving the citizens, protecting our property. You know, we hold, we even hold the, the restaurants we eat at. We hold the servers and the cooks accountable to doing their job right. So that way our meal is what we ordered, you know, in lack of better terms. There's no accountability. And homeboy orders a hamburger. And the cook said, nah, uh, nothing's going to happen to me if I don't make that hamburger. They're getting chicken fingers today. You know what I mean? And you walk out with a plate of chicken fingers and say, well, I asked for chicken nuggets. Well, no big deal. No one holds each other accountable here. So this is what you're going to get if you want to eat it. You know, so just kind of trying to put it into a relatable terms that we we need accountability. It also, I believe accountability takes distractions out of the equation. You know, it makes you stronger as a team when you are all bought into this accountability aspect and as an individual. You know, Proverbs twenty seven seventeen, iron sharpens iron. It's the it's the same concept. Uh, we have to keep each other sharp. And what good is it if I only focus on myself and my self growth, but I don't help others out? You know, what would be my true motives? And the only thing I can think of is, well, I just want to be better than them, and I don't want them to succeed either. I want to be the best only, and no one else can be on my level. That's a complete load of crock, in my opinion. You know, we, we've got to help build each other up. And that's where that just humanity comes into play. One of the fruits of being accountable is reliability. You know, you prove to yourself and to others that you can be dependent on. And that, that goes a long way. You, know, you accept responsibilities to all of your life's involvements when you hold yourself accountable. Which states that you mean business, you know, no matter what, what your job is, you you mean business and you're responsible. And if I know, going back to the reliability aspect, I can rely on my circle of influence to hand out words of encouragement or to hand out, you know, prayer requests or to even hand out the, hey man, I haven't heard from you in a while. Is everything good? Are you staying on track? And in return, I hope that they feel the same about myself that, hey, you know what? Snow Snow keeps checking in on me, man. He he must really care and he must really, really want the best for me because he's always asking, how can I pray for you? Is there anything I can think of for you to help out with? And so it's just building that culture and just building that in your circle of influence. So ask yourself this. What are you being held accountable to right now? And what accountabilities do you currently hold for others? 
What are you doing or what are you not doing to honor that? You know, one of my biggest areas is fitness. I do want to be lean. I do want to be in top condition, you know, for obviously my performance on the fire ground in general, but also for my life. You know, I've got five kiddos, one on the way. You know, you multiply that by two or whatever. The, I don't do math in public, but what I'm getting at is there's going to be a lot of grandbabies in my future. Lord willing, I see them all go up. I don't want to be that grandpa that just rocks in the rocking chair because I can't keep up with them or I can't take them out to do things or enjoy life, you know, so... I want to be fit for life. Plus, it also states a very healthy body when you eat right and you exercise. It's the same stuff we've ever heard, but I think sometimes we've just heard it so many times we, we don't really do our research and look into it. Oh, yeah, it's just expected. It's a it's a norm for that, that group over there. You know, but that, that stuff's important to me. You know, and going back to the accountability, I'll tell you what, my crew holds me accountable to it. And more importantly than that, it's the citizens I serve. They hold me accountable to that. You know, put yourself in in the citizens' shoes for just a split second here, all right? And if I step on toes, I'm sorry, but the message needs to be heard. Your house is burning. Uh, you are only able to get out of your bedroom window. And the, the bedroom doorway to the hallway and all that, it's already compromised by fire. And so you're able to get out. And you try taking a window out of where your kids are at, okay? But you were unsuccessful because you were just banked down by heavy smoke and radiant heat. So if we're sleeping with our doors closed, I get too tactically off into the weeds here. You know, yes, it might still be getting filled with smoke, wherever the may, case may be. Or maybe you had just enough oomph to close that door of isolation for them. But you didn't have the strength or in the middle of the night, your toddler went into your other kids' bedrooms unbeknownst to you. The point I'm getting at is you tried everything you could, but now you're at the point of helplessness. And now you're in your front yard and you're freaking out. And you know that your kids are still inside and the fire's growing, the smoke's getting more prominent. And here comes the fire truck. And all of a sudden, you're relieved. Thank gosh, the help is finally here. It ain't going to be nothing. But then out of that rig hops, big boy wearing 5X, and is already in the tripod position just getting out. And he's slowly walking to stretch the line. And you can just hear the pant and the lack of composure. And, and he's just, he's so taxed before that line is even charged. And you're having this, are you kidding me? This is what my tax dollars are going to, to help save my family. It's this guy. What is he doing with this time? You know, he's got 24 hours away from home. What is he doing with those 24 hours that he is not in better condition? You know, and even if I'm the, the lay person citizen, I don't know the tactics or trainings. I just know that the fire hose puts the water out. And I do have an understanding, thanks to Hollywood in some type or form, that they're going to enter this building and search for my family. And they're not doing it. And you're yelling and you're screaming. Where? So, yes, the citizens hold us accountable. And we should not take that lightly. You know, Chief Thompson once said, what's going to be the catalyst for the fire service to be in the hot seat just like law enforcement is? Well, my humble opinion, it's acts like that. That's exactly what's going to put us there because we're not holding each other accountable to the things we're saying we're going to hold ourselves accountable to.
And to further, you know, on a personal level, who holds me accountable, it's my company officer. You know, like I said before, my crew and my battalion chief, they hold me accountable knowing that I know you're going to do your job. But they also see the fruits of that to instill more trust, going back to what we talked about earlier, because they see me out there. They're, they The chiefs see us out there training. They see us out there working out. So they know, okay, I can hold him accountable because I'm seeing it, and he is doing that. So if there starts to become a period of time where this normal routine of the workouts, the trainings, the studying different tactics and spitballing, having these conversations, if that just comes to a complete halt and it's 10 toes up and we're just watching Maury Povich for months on end, okay, here's a darn good time to start being having that accountability talk. So it it's very important is what I'm getting at with these just examples. You know, another note I wrote down here is, I can be fit for duty all day long, but if I don't know what I'm doing, it's worthless. You know, and I had a, a solid brother tell me this once too. If all you do is work out and you don't train on the tactics, you're just going to be known as a, a fit guy in bunker gear. But if you don't know what you're doing, aside from being physically equipped for the job, you're not really the total package. You know, you're, again, you're just, you're just that fit citizen that's wearing fireman clothing. That's not... It's not good. So you have to be the total package, man. You you have to be comfortably sound. You know, and yes, tactics can change and they're not applicable to everywhere. I don't have a whole lot of multi-story high-rise dwellings or commercial property in my immediate district. I have a vague understanding of tactics on it, but I'm not 100% proficient with it. You know, and, and maybe some of these heavily dense city municipalities... Maybe they don't have the districts of the single-wide mobile homes or the composite roofs where they can do vertical vent or fast attacks and searches instantaneously because it's a mobile home, you know? So what are we doing on our local level to make sure that we are the total package that those citizens deserve? That's a rhetorical question I want us to really think on. You know, I mean, it's... It is important to definitely have the crew camaraderie, but you know, if you are the one that you're the only one practicing or training, you know, the workout, seeing the craft, the firemanship, you know, you may be on a crew that just doesn't embrace it as a whole. Either way, don't stop. You know, this is something I've been recently telling a lot of others when I'm getting these side messages and I'm seeing the response of others that are answering the same question in a public forum of, well, what do you do if you're the only one? There's no crew buy-in. Look, man, it's it's just as much your career as it is theirs too. And all you can do is just keep holding them accountable, but don't stop it or don't let it stop you from continuing to live out your career. You're just like, hey, guys, I'd love to see y'all come out here and get these reps in with me. Or, ah, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's fine. I respect that. I know you got a lot going on, you know. And if it's months on end, just... Like I told her brother just this morning, actually, you got to have the persistency of a woodpecker and just keep chipping away at it. Just keep chipping away. Don't fall off your path. Don't let the other surrounding individuals and their ideologies or their viewpoints of you stop you from being you because you do fully embrace the job and you want to continue to better yourself because those are traits. You're wired that way. And sometimes it's hard for those that are wired that way to understand that not everyone wants to do that. Not everyone wants the accountability. And not everyone's going to give it to you either. 
Doesn't mean you hate them. Doesn't mean you ignore them. You still still be that kind-hearted, noble individual, just like Christ calls us to be. And Christ didn't really hate anybody. I mean, you really think about that. He loved everyone. Even though his message wasn't well-received across during his time frame by the masses, yes. But he came in contact with a lot that would call blasphemy. He still loved them. He still prayed for them. We got to do the same thing. But either way, don't stop. And this is the daily deal. And if you think none of it matters, I'd like to remind you that it matters to my family. It matters to your family. You know, when you're gone at work, or you're gone at the firehouse. Do you even know the guys that are at the station that's in the district of where you live? You know, have you thanked them on your off day for being the watch keepers of your family? That's accountability in its own form right there. You know, it matters to them. So if it matters to them, the ones we love, it should matter to you too. And so that's, uh, that's really what I want to touch on today, guys, is the fact that accountability is uh, a wonderful thing. And it, it should not be taken lightly. And it should be stewarded with care. Because uh, it can be fragile. So that's all I got, y'all. Thank you for the, the rant and ramble. Hopefully you guys took something from it. Like I said, it was on my heart. I had the notes down for this episode for a while. Uh, just haven't really been able to get around to doing monologues, like I said, with life in general. And do have some great guests lined up. Got some great things and happening in my personal life. So I really hope that there's positive things happening in y'all's personal lives. Um, if not, you know, please reach out to me. A lot of you do, and I'm very thankful for that. Hopefully I can help further give you good insight or just lessons learned that I had from similar experiences. You know, I'm, I'm easy to get a hold of. I have no problem sharing my, my stories with others and, and helping, helping out because it's, uh, it's what I feel I'm called to do. So I appreciate it. Please tune in. You know, really got a lot of great things to pick Nate's brain about when he comes on next week. It's going to be great. Um, that is one one stand-up man. He's after God's heart as well, and he is the definition of a working white lid. He he's just he's a good dude. I'm very very excited to hear his point of views on just different things and just hear his life stories and how he overcame adversity and, and stuff like that. So there's a lot of good stuff coming up. Um, and reaching out to you guys, you know, shoot me a message if there's there's someone that you would like to hear. And yeah, maybe I haven't thought about it or whatever the case may be or someone I'm not aware of, you know, send me a message. Let me know who you who you would like to hear from. You know, there's there's a lot of great a lot of great podcasts up and coming around that I'm listening to. There's a lot of good a lot of good topics, man. Uh, it's pretty clear and I don't think you have to be in the fire service long to pick up on this too, but there is a, a full on fire service revival going on right now and like my boy kevin fluger says it's a hell of a time to be in the fire service and it really is uh there's just there's no way to hide behind excuses anymore or complacency it is getting shot through with holes left and right so it's it's just an awesome time but i thank you for your for joining me today i hope you guys have a great rest of the week and like I said just uh 
just keep staying humble, man. Can't preach that enough. I don't want to ramble, but just keep staying humble. Find your circle of influence. Build each other up. And just go live life to the fullest, man. Until next time.